So Arjuna's question was that should I follow this path of karma yoga or should I directly follow the path of knowledge drop all unnecessary action and pursue this path Bhagwan says no you are not yet ready for the path of knowledge first you follow sincerely the path of karma yoga because that karma yoga itself will slowly and steadily take you to the ultimate destination it will take you to the next step next step and you will reach the ultimate goal but if you start at the wrong place then you might be just hanging around reaching nowhere therefore bhagwan says you follow the path of karma yoga because in karma sanyas means when a person through karma yoga when that basic vairagya is attained then one can go into the next step of gaining the knowledge and following the path of knowledge and what is this path of knowledge in this path of knowledge bhagwan says one has to hold on to the understanding of the self and the basic understanding of the self is that self is not the doer naiva kinchit karom meeti i am not doing anything i am not the doer the body the mind continues to act but one has to hold on to the understanding that i am not the doer of any action and the attention should be focused on the self even when all the activities are happening activities cannot be dropped but the sense of doership in the activities can be dropped one can transcend it so as the activities are happening you keep focusing your attention on the self which is not the doer so in this way you will become more and more fit mind will become quiet and then one will go into the state of meditation so this is the path of knowledge but hey arjuna you have not yet attained that state so you follow karma yoga and the basic principle of karma yoga bhagwan again mentions in the 10th verse he says brahmanyadhaya karmani sangam tyaktva karoti yah lipyate na sapapena padma patram eva ambhasa that you perform all your actions your duties as worship of god brahmaniya ishvara as worship of ishvara you work for ishvara bring that notion that understanding in your mind that i am working for god and he will take care of me god means the totality god means that same self who is controlling the whole world just as the self is the controller of this body also similarly that consciousness which is controlling the entire cosmos is called god so when we work with the attitude that i am working for that god then the totality god will take care of our day to day needs so with this notion when you keep working free from all attachment you will not incur any sin lipyate nasapapena you will not be tainted by any sin and you will remain in this world like a lotus leaf just as a lotus leaf remains untouched by the waters though is in water similarly though performing different types of action 
you will remain untouched so follow the path of karma yoga this again bhagwan continues to tell advise arjuna the path of karma yoga so the 11th verse also is on karma yoga itself It says kaye namanasa buddhya ಕೇವಲೈರಿಂದ್ರಿಯೈರಪೀ ಕರ್ಮ ಕೂರ್ವಂತಿ ಸಂಗಂ ತ್ಯಕ್ತ್ವಾತ್ಮಶುದ್ಧೇ ಹಾ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಸೇಸ್ ದ ಯೋಗೀಸ್ ಯರ್ ಯೋಗೀಸ್ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಕರ್ಮ ಯೋಗೀಸ್ ಸಿ ದ ವರ್ಡ್ ಯೋಗಿ ಇಸ್ ಯೂಸ್ ಫಾರ್ ಆಲ್ ಸೀಕರ್ಸ್ ಕರ್ಮ ಯೋಗಿ ಜ್ಞಾನ ಯೋಗಿ ಅಂಡ್ ವಾಟ್ ಕಾಲ್ ಧ್ಯಾನ ಯೋಗಿ ಆಲ್ ಆಫ್ ದೆಮ್ ಆರ್ ಕಾಲ್ಡ್ ಯೋಗೀಸ್ ಓನ್ಲಿ generally we associate that word yogi with those who follow ashtanga yoga yam niyam asana and all but that is that term is used for all seekers so bhagwan here talks about the karma yogis so yogina karma kurvanti the karma yogis perform karma but what is their motivation what is their innermost motivation in performing this karma bhagwan says atma shuddhaye ಯಾರ್ ಆತ್ಮಶುದ್ಧಿ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಚಿತ್ತಶುದ್ಧಿ ಫಾರ್ ದ ಸೇಕ್ ಆಫ್ ಚಿತ್ತಶುದ್ಧಿ ಪ್ಯೂರಿಫಿಕೇಶನ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಮೈಂಡ್ ದಟ್ ಈಸ್ ದ ಮೇನ್ ಎಜೆಂಡಾ ಅದರ್ ದೆನ್ ದಟ್ ವಾಟ್ ಎವರ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಟರ್ನಲ್ ಚೇಂಜಸ್ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಟು ಕಮ್ ದಟ್ ವಿಲ್ ಕಮ್ ಸಿ ವೆನ್ ವಿ ವಾಂಟ್ ಟು ಚೇಂಜ್ ದ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಟು ಯೂಸ್ ಆಕ್ಷನ್ ಇಫ್ ವಿ ವಾಂಟ್ ಟು ಚೇಂಜ್ ಅವರ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಟು ಯೂಸ್ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸ್ಫಾರ್ಮ್ ಯು action can transform the world if action is performed with knowledge then simultaneously it will transform us also and the world also if i want to what to call uh, make this whole stage uh, neat and clean and proper i cannot meditate and do it or i cannot gain knowledge and do it but i have to work towards it but if i want to make my mind calm and peaceful that can come only through understanding anger jealousy greed can go through proper understanding not by any other uh, method hmm. other methods are temporary other methods are also useful but ultimately the mind undergoes transformation through deep understanding because our mind functions due to a basic understanding which we have and also because of some habits so type of thought keep coming into our mind because of the constant habit habitual thoughts those habitual thoughts are uh, they coming from the past and uh, we have been thinking the same way so it keeps on coming so if you write uh, on a, in a book all the thoughts which come it will look like a um, repetition only a uh, lot of 
thoughts keep on coming tatad patar 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 luckily bhagwan has kept our mind silent otherwise it can be quite irritating to the other person we are anyway listening and getting irritated but others will also get irritated so mind is uh, the thoughts are based on uh, habits and thoughts also depend on our basic understanding when our basic understanding changes immediately the quality of thought changes no doubt for some time it might come the same thought might come because of habit but slowly it will change and a new type of thoughts will start coming that is the beauty of this understanding but that understanding should not remain only at the superficial level at the conscious mind level no it should go deep into the subconscious and ultimately at the level of our unconscious mind also it can transform us because our swabhav what we call our outer nature our personality depends on our understanding what are the various convictions which we have various convictions which we have gathered from the past conviction about who am i conviction about what is this world conviction about what i want conviction about what i should avoid conviction about my relationship with people and so many things these strong convictions are there within me which makes my swabhav my nature so however much i try to bring about change in my action and all that will not change the basic conviction so those basic conviction gets eliminated through right understanding right philosophy of life which comes through the study of the scriptures which gives us a good vision of ourselves and the world around us the whole thing changes hmm. it's like a like our computer like we have a particular program in the computer then the computer will behave according to that program whatever you tell the computer it will do exactly as per the program hmm you cannot sit and teach the computer baba you behave like the other computer it will not it will behave according to its program but those who are expert who knows the internal functioning of the computer they go deep within and change the program tell the computer that whenever you see this you behave in this way when you do this then you behave so the basic understand or the program of the computer is changed the computer will behave totally in a different way altogether sometimes you will not even know that computer has changed some viruses and all come and give their own programming whenever you see this file then you just corrupt it delete it eliminate it whatever and the computer behaves like that so our mind is like a computer only and the unconscious mind carries the programming of our past life and our subconscious mind carries the programming of this life mainly ha huh. so we can through knowledge through the systematic uh, technique which is shown in our scripture we can change our basic programming of our mind and once it is changed it behaves differently so that is the strategy plan of action so here bhagwan uh, tells arjuna that all these karma yogis 
they first they do the changes in the mind by changing the attitude behind action because directly we cannot change the innermost program of this mind but we can change the attitude in action and once that attitude is changed then we can go still deeper and can change the basic program of the mind for example uh, like if i am acting for my own sake like for selfishness i me myself for myself if i am performing action then the karma yoga says that you continue performing action but change the attitude that you just bring the attitude that you are performing this action for some higher higher uh, altar like every day we have to eat we have to what you call get up and take care of our body we uh, we what you call go to our work and all so all this continues but just bring that thought that i am doing this dedicating it to some higher altar so the whole attitude changes the action remaining same gathers a different touch altogether just like we do when we do puja we we offer flower now we one is that we pluck the flower from our neighbor's garden and keep it for myself that is one way another is i offer that flower to some higher altar and when it is offered there is a different glory and different uh, feel or different uh, thing happens to that action that action undergoes transformation and that transformation of that action transformed my inner personality also slowly and steadily i learn to uh, see something more i learn to go beyond my selfish uh, selfish boundaries hmm. so karma yoga is a very interesting technique which brings about this change of the mind by just changing the attitude so the attitude is that i am doing it for god and whatever result comes it is his prasad god means the totality god means i am a part of this cosmos so my walking is for the cosmos my talking is for the entire cosmos and it is helping me it is giving me my uh, what you call whatever needs i am getting oxygen i am getting food i am getting clothing from the world and i am working for the world so this gives a wonderful uh, shift to my mind so that is what uh, bhagwan says the yogina karma kurvanti sangam taktva atma shuddhaye chitta shuddhaye mind as i said the basic impurity of the mind is ignorance of my own self i keep on using the word i but one is not clear as to who is this i everyone uses because that i thought comes in our mind we use the word i but exactly who am i is not very clear so when we when we uh, through the study of the scriptures when we make our own uh, the clarity of the uh, self comes then the whole changes will start happening that ignorance can go only through knowledge but that knowledge will come in the next stage so in the karma yoga stage 
the other effect of knowledge like kama krodha lobha moha madha matsar all these impurities are uh, are eliminated or are reduced they are not totally eliminated they are reduced through karma yoga so yogina karma kurvanti sangam tatva atma shuddhaye so yogis they perform action for the purity of their mind free from all attachment and how do they perform action kayena manasa buddhya kevalaihi indriye rapi they perform action with their body alone with their mind with their buddhi intellect and with all the senses but here the term kevalaihi is used kevalai means only with the body means without having the sense of or intense attachment to the body they perform action without having attachment to the mind only using the body mind intellect etc as an instrument in the hands of god they perform the action that is the meaning kevalaihi means using it without having the notion of my mamatva free from the sense of possession or mindness in the body and all they perform this action see uh, it's a very interesting thing like uh, suppose um, we have to let us say walk all of us we walk walking is our natural habit right from childhood we are walking we know how to walk we know which step to take forward how to move our hands and all if you are told to come here and describe how you walk it will be little difficult if you are told uh, that all of us will watch you you just please walk from there to there sirf aap chal ke bata do aista aista we want to watch how you walk i tell you that walking itself will become a such a difficult job you want to try it will become a very difficult thing because we become intensely conscious when we become intensely conscious what does it mean i become intensely aware of the sense of doership that i am walking then i also become intensely conscious of the result i become intensely attached to the result means i say that i hope i walk properly i want to create good impression in the people's mind i should not stumble and fall somewhere then what will they say then how will they react so i better walk properly i hope my dress is proper why they are smiling at me i hope it is going okay now which hand i should move forward then what leg i should take back so all these thoughts are coming why because intense sense of doership comes and with that comes intense attachment to the result we are no longer in the present moment though it is happening in the present moment but our mind is racing in full speed in the future mind is also going back into the past last year also i walked and i fell down i hope i don't do the same thing now so it's it's like a big process so a simple activity like walking itself becomes difficult 
not only for for everyone because the intensity is there in the sense of doership it makes our simple action even breathing now we breathe without even knowing that we are breathing but if you are told that you become aware of your breathing the breathing start becoming uh, irregular we suddenly start wondering how to breathe how long how short it start becoming little irregular so the very uh, this is against karma yoga karma yoga means acting in such a way that we should uh, slowly develop the understanding that my body my intellect is merely an instrument in the hands of god in the hands of nature in the hands of nature see our body is part of nature what i breathe in is part of the total air what i drink and eat is part of the total the world around so when i develop this notion or this attitude that my body and mind is an instrument in the hands of god that whatever result is also comes according to the laws of nature then my that action also becomes free from the pressure of my individual ego and individual selfishness and all and it becomes smooth see great uh, artist and all let us say a dancer is there in the beginning when they are practicing the deep sense of uh, doership is there so every step will be little difficult but as they keep on practicing and all slowly the sense of doership start reducing going away and at the peak of performance it is not there the dance happens and just uh, there is great joy but even at the fraction of a second if they start thinking that oh i am dancing i hope it is proper they will falter in their steps so this karma yoga is a very interesting and a very uh, psychologically sound uh, uh, technique which help us to become free of our sense of doership and to become free of our attachment to the results of action and just to flow with the with the cosmic laws in such a way that slowly we start understanding the activities are happening and there is someone else or some other force or power is there which is making everything happen a different uh, different uh, state will be attained so therefore this is the idea that in karma yoga bhagwan tells arjuna you perform your action without getting too much attached to the action or to your body also later on he will say to arjuna that even this war you fight just as a nimitta just like an actor who is acting you just act of you do perform the action of fighting and i will fight through you you make an action of fighting but i will fight through nimitta matram bhava savya sachin you just become a nimitta and this we will be able to attain when we sincerely follow this path of karma yoga this slowly and steadily we will start experiencing that our body our mind our intellect our thinking our decisions everything is happening in a much more spontaneously spontaneous and a smooth way as though somebody else has taken charge of our own life it will happen as easy as our breathing 
So Bhagwan says you learn this. It's an art. It's not just about working or doing social work or something. It has got nothing to do with social work or something like that. Many people feel karma yoga means social work. Whatever work, your duties, which can include social work also. But does duties should be performed with a particular attitude. So, kaena manasa buddhya kevalaihi indriyaihi api yogina karma kurvanti sangam tekvatma shuddhai. Yogis perform their action and their action becomes so efficient that they start getting wonderful result in the world outside also. Little bit of action in the spirit of karma yoga you get tremendous result in the world outside. Nowadays, if you read some of these management books and all, those who have also implemented some of the techniques which have been given in the Bhagavad Gita, so some techniques they have learned, I think, from this only, and they are incorporating in management also, using some different terms and all. I don't know the meaning of so many terms which they use nowadays, synergy and all. Energy, I know. So, this, um, if you work with this attitude of karma yoga, we find that people also around you will behave in a different way. Nature around you will behave in a different way. World will start behaving in a different way. It's like our food. If your food which you take is proper, conducive to the body, the body will behave differently with that food. The body will not try to kick that food out. If that food is conducive to your body, it will be nicely, it will go enter. All the cells will be very happy. All the organs will say, very nice, come, please come in. So it will welcome the food. The whole body mechanism will be, will help the food to get uh, what you call um, dissolved and accumulated or accepted by the body. If it is right type of food, eaten with right attitude, cooked and all properly, then the whole whole body, it's not just uh, my mouth, but my heart, my kidneys, my liver, my all those, everything will be very happy to receive that food. And and digest it and spread that uh, juice to all the different parts of the body. But if I, out of my own ego and all, eat something which is not good for the body, then the body will try to reject it at every step. First, it will try to reject it at the mouth only. If it throws it, it is better. But still we will eat, then it will try to reject it at a further level. But still we will... Then all the organs will start cursing. So it will try to be... So that food will not be good for the body. In the same way, our action, if it is performed with proper attitude, the whole world is like a body and our action is like a food which just will get absorbed very nicely and the world will respond also properly to us. Therefore we find these great Mahatmas or great uh, leaders also who follow this uh, 
attitude and all, they generate a different type of energy in the whole world. Their actions may be little, but it creates so much of force and so much of power in the whole world. Because their whole attitude is different. So that is what Bhagwan advises Arjuna here. It's not just mechanical action, performing action, but attitude. So with your body, with your mind, with your intellect, and with your senses, perform this action using them as mere instruments. Without having sense of I-ness and minus in them, you try to perform this action with single agenda of becoming more and more pure. Because once your mind becomes more and more pure, whatever action flows out of you will be a blessing to the whole world. See, if a person performs action with greed, with jealousy, with pride, that action will not be good for the world. It will not be good. But if a person performs even a little bit of action with pure emotions, with pure thoughts, it will be good for the world also. Many times we have this feeling that I should do something for the world. By becoming pure and then acting, it will be with pure attitude, it will be good for the world. So, yogina karma kurvanti sangam tattva, giving up all attachment, atma shuddhaye, chitta shuddhaye, to purify their mind. So, what is the what is the difference between a karma yogi and a non-karma yogi, an ordinary person who is acting in this world? What is the difference? How to compare them? In order to understand more about karma yoga, Bhagwan compares a non-karma yogi, means a ignorant person, with a karma yogi in the next verse. Yukta karma phalam tektva Shantim apnoti naishthikim Ayukta kamakarena Phale sakto nibadhyate Yukta karma phalam tektva Shantim apnoti naishthikim Ayukta Kamakarena Fale Sakto Nibadhyate. So, Bhagwan in this one verse itself, he talks about Yukta, one who is uh, endowed with this Karma Yoga attitude, and Ayukta, one who is not having this Karma Yoga attitude. Both of them are performing action in this world, but there since the attitude is different, the results are also different. He says, Yuktaha, one who is endowed with this attitude of karma yoga, one who is performing his action as worship of God. As worship of God. God means need not feel or think of some particular person or some, even that is fine. We can imagine God as Krishna or Shiva or Rama. Or one can look at this whole world as the body of God, as God only. And that life force which is there within us and everywhere is God. So one who, and that pure existence is God. 
so one who performs action for god with the uh, and takes the result as prasad so yukta karma phalam tatva without having attachment to the karma phala not for the sake of the result of action but for the joy of performing action the ignorant person perform action for the sake of the result that i have performed this action and when the result come i will be happy generally when we go to work in our office or wherever uh, people generally are working for the day when they will get the paycheck or whatever it's and then, very nice but very few people get happiness in that work itself karma yog is to derive that joy in that work itself the result should come as a bonus as prasad it will come but that work itself should give us that great sense of satisfaction contentment peace happiness the work should not become work work should become like a like a joy like a some entertainment like a like some what to call hmm hobby okay whatever so yukta karma phalam taktva so karma yogi without having attachment to the result when he performs this action what happens shantim apnoti he attains peace while performing action there is a deep sense of peace see the peace and joy doesn't come from a particular result some because the results are not actually in our hand result depend on so many factors ha ah, sometimes good sometimes bad so many things happen but if we develop this attitude we will remain more and more peaceful so a karma yogi bhagwan says who is free from the attachment to the result and who is performing action with this attitude of karma yoga shantim apnoti attains peace this is the sign of purity of our mind how do you know that your mind is becoming pure whether the mind is becoming peaceful or not we should see peace is something which comes from within not outside peace huh? peace is something with when a person feels deep sense of uh relaxation within as peace means there is no complaint in the mind there is no anger jealousy and all there is no uh, other type of agitation there, there is peace you know, what happened now i am very peaceful you know even if the things go wrong upside down this that and all that doesn't disturb because he has developed that attitude towards all this properly if the situation is bad outwardly he will do whatever is required but it will not disturb the peace of that person because the peace is something within peace has got nothing to do with the outer situation so remaining peaceful he will do whatever is required like a good surgeon is there he was to do the operation himself should remain peaceful and whatever operation has to be done has to do he become restless and always disturb why are you so disturbed patient asked the surgeon why are you disturbed no no this is my first time you know just today morning i read all everything about where the exactly is the kidney and all 
so the patient will also get disturbed then so karma yoga when the mind start becoming more and more pure you will feel a sense of peace when that peace comes then we know that i have i have settled well in the attitude of karma yoga if little little things disturbs me if every situation disturbs me if every passing thoughts leaves a very disturbing mark in me that means lot of impurities are there in my mind this doesn't depend on what you do outwardly many people say oh they will when you ask them they will keep giving big list of things which they do i get up at 4 o'clock in the morning then i chant om very loudly then i do this then i take cold water bath then i do this japa then i chant this then i go there then i take round of that mandir then i go and this and us pe tel chadhata hu and wahan par pani chadhata hu baad mein thoda pani peeta hu and then i go there so but are you peaceful <laughs> i am very disturbed i am very disturbed that means something wrong not with god with you I don't know, I am doing everything, Bhagavan doesn't give peace to me. Peace comes through proper attitude, not on what you do, but how you are doing it. It is not about going to temple and all, just merely doing our duties properly itself is enough. Many people drop their duties and go here and there. The people are also concerned and the other people are also concerned. So that attitude, if we develop it, the mind start becoming absolutely peaceful from within because that disturbance it's like the like the lake absolutely still lake why because it is peaceful from within there are no disturbing currents in the lake the waters are absolute even if the breeze comes from outside it will disturb the lake for some time on the surface but after some time again it will be absolutely serene but if the disturbance is from within let us say you keep a, some water in a vessel and keep it on a on your stove huh? and slowly it starts boiling and as it start boiling it starts uh, what you call jumping all the molecules and all and outwardly you try to tell the the water shant raho ye karo chup chap raho chinta mat karo the water will not because the it is the heat is coming from within it is constantly getting boiled similarly if the heat of negative attitude is coming from within the mind is constantly getting boiled it cannot become peaceful just by telling it to be peaceful or going to a particular place or something so this karma yoga attitude if we are following it sincerely properly it will give us that peace definitely ah like that like great our masters of the past even present follow this they attain this peace so yuktak karma phalam tatva shantim apnoti naishtikim naishtikim means a very deep a peace peace which uh, as they say passeth all understanding peace of abidance in the in your own self peace which is which is uh, because of your connection with your own self 
peace not because of quietude in the world outside but peace because of my connection with my own innermost core of my being my own self so a deep sense of peace which doesn't get disturbed by the disturbing factors in the world outside even we have seen there is a story of gautam buddha during his time there was this one decoit what is his name angulimal very restless and disturbed person and he used to kill everyone and collect their angulis and make malas out of it so gautam buddha was going through that forest and he saw him and he wanted to attack gautam buddha also but when he saw him he saw deep sense of peace on gautam buddha's face and his own body whole body so he he just could not uh, understand what is this and he said that please don't come near me i don't want to kill you but gautam came kept coming and then seeing that deep peace and gautam buddha spoke to him about his his mind his restlessness of his mind and his inner nature and he also experienced a deep sense of peace in his presence surrendered to him and became his disciple so the outer situation did not disturb the great realized master so this is true even for a seeker who follows this path of karma yoga so that is the that is this there is a karma yogi but a non karma yogi is one ayukta ayukta means not a, not endowed with karma yoga spirit means what karma yoga we do dedicate our actions to god this fellow dedicates his to its own ahankar his own selfishness not only selfishness but his own pride prejudices anger greed jealousies actions are dedicated to them it may appear that person is offering flower to the god to the lord but why is he doing just to show my neighbor ki main bhi kar sakta hu maine bhi kiya hai wahan par so big puja arrangement or big something is arrangement is done it may appear that he so is pleasing god no he is pleasing his neighbor is not pleasing his neighbor also but making the neighbor feel low we are also doing i will spend lot of money and do big abhishek and big puja and all so whose puja are you doing your own not of god bhagwan ki puja nahi apni puja kar rahe hai jaise ravan karte ravan was a great pujari but apni puja like kamsa used to do his own puja so ayukta he works for his own self attached to action karma yogi is detached from the action but this person is attached highly attached to action workaholic like cannot remain quiet even for a second restless day and night is restless 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 even when he gets what he wants he is restless restless huh? then uh, the result also when it comes is attached to it and takes it as a with lot of pride and all those things it creates more and more jealousy and feeling of uh, competition and feeling of greed and all those uh, negative emotions so bhagwan says ayuktah kama karin who what is the propelling force of a non karma yogi bhagwan says kama desires selfish desires 
selfish desires are the motivating force behind a non karma yogi's action kahin par chota i atka hua hai if we go deep into the action of a non karma yogi we'll find somewhere that fellow is doing it for his own selfish uh, ego and selfish desires uh, to fulfill some of his own personal even sometimes that person may be doing some nice action one may feel oh so much of love and devotion that also does for his own sake even when that person gives something to someone for his own sake that is a photograph so that it should come if that doesn't come he will take it back aur ek bar kheecho photo so selfishness to the very core kamakarena phale saktah and intense attachment to the result the result determines that person's state of mind the result determines that level of his peace the result determines his condition if the result is according to his desire he is very happy throws a party but that happiness also doesn't last long then he comes to know that neighbor has got more than what he is then it creates jealousy it creates pride so once nature depends on the result of action it the peace is not from within it is external hmm such a person phale saktah getting attached to the result nibadhyate gets bound to this karma gets bound to the cycle of action see when we perform action we get the result it creates impression those impression again propel the person into various types of activity again that person gets involved so little little addictions are created by our karmas see one gets addicted to drugs and all is difficult to come out of that addiction even this um, non karma yogi prompted by his desire get addicted to various types of things and gets bound to it very deeply and how do we know by the constant background of disturbance which is there in the mind even at night they will disturb daytime they are disturbed in all relationship there is disturbance constantly the mind is as though boiling hmm so bhagwan says this is the choice hey arjuna you want to be a karma yogi and be peaceful or you want to be a non karma yogi and be a disturbed person that is your choice so ayukta kama karena phale saktah nibadhyate so in this 10th 11th and 12th verse bhagwan encouraged our arjuna to follow this path of karma yoga this karma yoga when we follow sincerely it makes our mind pure after gaining that purity we can know more and more about our own self through following the path of knowledge we come to realize ourselves and then we go into a state of meditation and and come to experience our own self go into state of enlightenment such an enlightened person how does he live in this world enlightened person how does he act how does he interact how does he live enlightened doesn't mean that person dies one gains that enlightened doesn't mean that body falls off the state of enlightenment remains even when the body exists 
even when the world exists so how does a enlightened person live in this world because if that is our goal then that goal should be clear to us so that is now explained in the following verses bhagwan talks about the enlightened person see this topic of enlightened person comes in all the chapter we have seen in the fourth chapter also in the third chapter also so here also bhagwan talks about a person who has reached the state of enlightenment wherein by following this path of knowledge by understanding that i am not the doer how he what is the state that is described here let us chant 13th verse sarva karmani manasa सन्यास्यास्ते सुखं वशी नवद्वारे पुरे देही नैव कुर्वन्न कारयन् सर्वकर्माणि मनसा सन्यास्यास्ते सुखं वशी नवद्वारे पुरे देही हां दिस पर्सन ही लिव्स इन दिस बॉडी नवद्वारे पुरे देही दिस देही दिस रियलाइज मास्टर how does he live sarva karmani manasa sanyasya renouncing all action through the mind means renouncing action means renouncing the sense of doership in all action huh? not renouncing action doesn't mean not performing action actions are happening according to the laws of nature but that person has become free of the sense of doership free from the notion that i am performing that action i the self is performing the action this notion is gone like like things which are happening in our body we know that it is automatically happening our heart beat and other things are automatically happening similarly this person knows that all the activities of the body pashyan shrunvan spachan jigran asnan gachan swapan shwasan प्रलपन विसृजन गृन्न उन्मीशन निमीशन इंद्रियाथु वर्तंत धारयन सो ही नोज दट ऑल दिस एक्टिविटीज आर मियरली द फंक्शनिंग ऑफ द सेंसेस इन टू द रिस्पेक्टिव फील्ड नैव किंचित करोमी आई डोंट डू एनीथिंग वन कम्स टू रियलाइज द इनर मोस्ट सेल्फ he is called a realized enlightened person who lives as a atma not as a ego not as a ahankar but as atma so sarva karmani manasa sanyasya renouncing all action means renouncing the sense of doership in all action aste sukham this person remains in ever happiness in supreme peace and happiness is called vashi the one who has control over all his senses the mind the intellect the great master of the mind intellect senses and all the atma this vashi 
where does he live navadware pure dehi in this body which is made up of nine gates there are nine gates in this body seven gates on our face the eyes the ears the nostrils the mouth and the two gates below the ex- organ of excretion and organ of generation these are called seven gates through which the uh, vapor takes place in this body but who is the this body is indicated here in our scripture like a pura pura means like a city it's a city made up of different uh, organs and different thing it's a city and there are people who are staying in this city so who are staying in our body the senses the mind the intellect they are the citizens of this city according to this is very interesting citizens of the but who is the boss who is the king is like a kingdom who is the king atma is the king the self supreme self is the king in this city and that king what does he do doesn't do anything he just stays there and all activities of the cities are city is happening all the work you can just imagine atma has delegated delegated all his work all the work is delegated the mind intellect does the thinking the senses do the all the interaction with the world everything happens according to the laws of nature so this self realized person abides in the body like the atmas as the self one may say no everyone is sitting like that only no everyone is not sitting the ignorant person identifies with the body and and feels that i am walking i am talking ignorant person doesn't feel that i am residing in the body ignorant person takes the body as the self takes the mind as the self takes the intellect as the self see when i say who who are you when somebody asks who are you i say i am a man or a woman that is i talk about the body i say i am happy or unhappy i talk about my mind i say i am seeing i am talking i am walking i talk about my senses i say i understand i don't understand i am intelligent i am not intelligent i talk about my intellect so an ignorant person identifies with this body and all the objects within the body but a realized person is one who knows that i am different from this body i i am residing in this body so realized person residing in the body is called jivan mukta and when they stop residing in the body also when the body drops off they are called videha mukta hmm this term you must have heard jivan mukta means while living in the body or when the body exists they are as though living in the body alive but free jivan eva muktaha but when the body also drops off after its karmas are over is called videha mukta so navadware pure dehi this dehi resides in this body dropping all action knowing that i am not the doer identifying with that pure self knows that i am not the doer one can one can even see the body moving and all 
one can see just like we look at our breathing he looks at the whole body and everything like a witness on the realize master looks at his own body as you look at somebody else's body like a buffalo is walking i don't feel i am walking unless i am little crazy similarly when a mahatma the body is walking he doesn't say that i am walking he may say it but he knows that i am not walking i am not talking i am not thinking that sense of i is not in the body see when i am speaking through this mic you can hear it from that speaker somebody who what you call uh, sometimes people have no big bungalows and all and outside the gate they have a speaker also and a camera also these through the camera the person inside knows who has come and they speak to him so one poor fellow had come there and suddenly the wall started speaking to him who are you kon bol idhar udhar kya dekh rahe ho who are you i am gangaram acha kahan se aa gaye ho wo gaon se aa gaye hame gaon se aa gaye sar khujana band karo kon dikh raha so he will look at the wall because there is only wall and nowadays the cameras have become so small you don't even see that they are there this fellow look wall se aawaz aa raha hai so he looks at the wall and start wondering maine to suna tha kahaniyon mein ki deewar bhi baat karti hai but here first time wall is wall is speaking from where you come nahi wo gaon se aa gaya क्यों आ गया वो नौकरी करने के लिए आ गया था सो देन ही लुक्स विथ लॉट ऑफ दिस स्ट्रेंज एंड वॉट को वंडर कि दीवार मेरे साथ बात कर रही है एंड ही फील्स दैट देर इज दिस वॉल इज स्पीकिंग टू मी बट अदर वाइज पर्सन फ्रॉम सिटी सिटी वाइज हाँ बिकॉज दर सिटी पर्सन गोइंग टू द विलेज और जंगल बिहेव लाइक अ फुल ओनली but in a city is very wise so he knows that wall is not speaking that fellow sitting there in the drawing room is speaking he knows that wall is just a wall it is made up of stone it is not speaking the person is sitting inside the wall inside that house deep within you can't even see him but he sees you you can't see him he is speaking to you similarly when i am speaking mouth is not speaking when eyes are seeing eyes are not seeing who is the deeper most being who is there seated in this body that is atma cannot be seen cannot be known cannot be touched but it is that self which is the master of this body mind intellect but an ignorant person feels the body is atma or the mind is atma hmm villager ko we laugh but we also behave like them only when it comes to this equipment so a realized master is one who understood that this body i am not the body i am that pure consciousness which is enlivening the body that consciousness gives life actually life is an expression of consciousness see matter becomes alive because when it becomes alive we say it is it has got life but what is this life life is an expression of consciousness science tries to say that life is an expression of matter 
and it is trying to discover, try to do all experiment by which it can bring out that life from matter. But life is an expression of that consciousness. And that consciousness is that Atma. Atma can remain even without expressing as life. Atma can remain without expressing as life. It doesn't require the expression of life to exist. So that Atma as remaining as that seated as that self that realized master functions in this world. And what does it do? That Atma, what does it do? He says, Naiva Kurvan Nakarayan. It neither does something nor does it propels someone to do something. Neither it does something itself nor does it propel someone else or something else to do. Na kurvan, na karayan. Karyan means to make someone else do. So that Atma, the consciousness, neither does anything itself, nor does it tell the mind, the intellect to do this, e karo, wo karo, It doesn't tell anybody to do anything. Consciousness is not the instructor or leader of the body or something. It is not somebody which is telling the mind, ye karo, wo karo, atma ki awaj. Atma ki awaj is the mind only talking. Many times we use that term, na? Meri atma ki awaj gayi mujhe. Atma doesn't speak. It doesn't say anything. It is pure consciousness. If anybody is saying, then mind is saying. So that Atma, Consciousness is neither does anything because there is no activity, it is pure existence. See, it is indicated in the scripture as Sat Chit Ananda. Sat means existence. Like this flower. We say flower exists. Two things are there. Flower is there and we say flower exists. Then we say watch exists. So we use that word exist for both, but both the objects are different. So there is flower and it exists. There is watch and it exists. So what is consciousness? Consciousness is not an object which exists. That existence itself is called consciousness. Consciousness is existence per se, existence itself. Sat matra, chit matra, ananda matra. It is pure consciousness, pure existence and pure bliss. We say I am conscious of something. So consciousness plus object is called I am conscious of. But that Atma is consciousness itself. There are no object. Objectless, pure consciousness. Even Ananda, we say I am happy. So I am there and happiness is there. But then in that pure consciousness, pure self, there is, it is of the nature of happiness itself. It is not something which is happy, but it is of the nature of happiness itself. So that consciousness, self, neither does something itself, nor does it make anything else work. Na eva kurvan, na karayan. So, a realized master is seated in the, in the body as though, as the self, neither doing nor making anything, anyone do anything. Then how is he seated? Sukham, in peace and in happiness. Vashi, he is called Vashi, means the master, the controller.
द ग्रेट कंट्रोलर सर्व कर्माणी मनसा संन्यस्य गिविंग अप ऑल एक्शन मीन्स गिविंग अप ऑल द सेंस ऑफ डुअरशिप इन ऑल एक्शन सीटेड इन दिस बॉडी मेड अप ऑफ नाइन गेट्स मोर अबाउट दिस सेल्फ इट सेज फर्दर न कर्तृत्व न कर्माणी लोक सृजते प्रभु न कर्म फल संयोग स्वभावस्तु प्रवर्तते न कर्तृत्व न कर्माणी लोक सृजते प्रभु न कर्म फल संयोग न कर्तृत्व न कर्माणी लोक सृजति प्रभु दिस आत्मा इज कॉल्ड प्रभु प्रभु मीन्स द लॉर्ड द मास्टर सो य प्रभु मीन्स दैट आत्मा एंड एंड द रियलाइज मास्टर इज आइडेंटिफाइड विथ दिस आत्मा मीन्स ही इज द आत्मा He is that Prabhu. So Prabhu who na kartutvam na karmani lokasya shrijati. He is neither. He doesn't create in this world. He doesn't create the sense of doership, nor does he create any action. Na kartutvam. He doesn't create a sense of doership, nor does he create any action in them. means he doesn't tell anyone that you do this karma and he doesn't create some karma for them doesn't create an object for them doesn't create some outer situation for them so the atma neither creates outer situation nor does he makes anybody perform any action na kartutvam na karmani lokasya srijati prabhu and this is we are talking about you and me ha huh? that self is not somebody else is your own self you i not the wall the one who is sitting in the drawing room ha huh? we are talking about that just imagine that person is sitting in the drawing room start thinking that he is the wall who are you i am the wall so it will be so difficult to tell him that you are not the wall you are not this outer gate you are not the wall you are not the various rooms you are the one who is sitting inside the room so this prabhu atma he neither creates sense of doership nor does he create any action for anyone in this world oh he must be the giver of the result of action he says no na karma phala sanyogam nor does it give the result of action atma doesn't is not a giver of the result of action also hare bapre i heard that he is ishwara as a giver of result of action no the atma pure self is neither the doer of any action nor creator of any action uh, means situation nor the giver of the result of action karma phala sanyogam karma is done and then phala and uska sanyog banane wala this is no He is not. Then how does all action happen? Swabhavastu pravartate. It's a very powerful statement. 
says Bhagavan, everything functions according to its own swabhav, according to its own nature. Like our again go back to computers, we have the computer, we have the programming and we have the electricity which gives the power to that computer. Without that electrical power, the computer cannot function. It will be dead. It will be, it is very intelligent, everything is there, but it is dead. So that power makes the computer alive. Power makes it, like we have the power in the battery or in the our current and all, that when it touches that computer, the computer becomes alive. Tang 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 is opens up and it starts smiling and all the things opens up and you what you call the what you put on that first page na wallpaper wallpaper and all start coming smiling now now wallpaper is not electricity if you look at electricity no wallpaper is there but because of the electricity the computer became alive when it became alive. All its functions started functioning. And according to its internal function, all that wallpaper and everything came. And it functions according to its own inbuilt uh, programming. But the electricity remains there, blessing all, each and every step of its action. If the electricity withdraws its energy, the computer drops down dead. Electricity is Atma. The programming in all is like our mind and intellect with all its samskars. And the outer expression, the window and all which creates is your action towards the world. So, I have mistakenly, I the electricity have mistaken myself to be the, the window or to be the program or to be one of the features of the computer. So again and again the computer is, the electricity is told that you are not the computer, you are not the program, you are the pure electricity. By your very presence the computer is functioning. Try to understand yourself as you are. That is my nature. It's not that I have to become Atma, but I am that. What to do? If I was something else, then I would have been different. But I, you, are that pure self. So the realized master is one who is identified with this self and knows that all actions outwardly are happening according to svabhav. Svabhavastu pravartate. See, just imagine, like uh, we have this life on earth, but uh, other places we have not found life yet. But all the activities are happening everywhere. Who is doing it? According to nature, which the laws that scientists and all are finding, or different laws, gravitational law and so many laws are there and pull and push and, and relativity theory and so many theories and the whole nature functions. Even now they are trying to find out different laws which explains everything, theory about everything, string theory and so what you call that, quantum mechanics and this and that, so many things are there, these are laws of nature and according to these laws the world functions. 
these laws are there within our body also mind also functions according to the laws intellect also functions according to the laws thinking also happens according to the laws the great technique in the scripture is to come out of this all this bondage and realize our own self don't get caught up in this in this natural process of this world but you can come out of it so swabhavastu pravartate everything happens according to its own so like autopilot the plane takes off and then the whole thing is put on autopilot automatically it moves the pilot just sits there sit relax take a cup of coffee and they just i think so and the whole thing goes according to the hmm autopilot similarly the life goes in autopilot now when i say i have decided this i is not you it is ahankar when you say i am feeling like that that is mind i have decided i do want to understand this this is the intellect all this will function in their own respective way without atma interfering with it so i am that pure atma untouched by all this matter untouched by prakriti in my very presence all activities happen so this great realization if a, when a person gains it is called enlightened being so more about this enlightened being we will study in class tomorrow